101.7 FM KVOM. This is your hometown radio station here on this Wednesday morning. We thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, this morning we are visiting with Dr. Lydia Troth on behalf of the Moralton Medical Clinic. Dr. Troth, good morning. Good morning, Hunter. How are you? I'm great. We're certainly glad to have you here. How are you doing this morning? Very good. Great, great. Well, this morning, you know, we'll mainly be discussing COVID-19 vaccinations, and we want to provide our listeners with credible facts, including side effects and other common questions. Now, one of the biggest questions is the access for shots. Where can you get those? Oh, we have several places here in Moralton that you can get them. So Healthcare Pharmacy has them. Harps Pharmacy has them. The hospital has them. Even our clinic has a few shots. So there are several. Lo- oh, and Walmart has them. How could I forget Walmart? <laughs> um, so there are several locations. Most of them have online signups. But if online's an issue for you, I'm sure we can figure out a way to help get you signed up or to either be able to call them or, you know, even in our clinic, sometimes when somebody wants a vaccine, we'll just kind of pull up the website on our own and help them through that website. So there are lots of places. Ask someone. They'll be able to help you. Well, that's great. They are here, though. Vaccines are here. The vaccines are yes. here. All right. Well, another thing that uh, f- uh, some folks might wonder about is the cost of uh, the vaccinations. And that's not really not the case here. Right. So the, it's free. The vaccine itself is free. The whole United States vaccine is free. Now, occasionally you will get asked for insurance information. And this is because the clinics and the pharmacies and everybody are having to do this for free almost. And so sometimes your insurance will pay a vaccination fee and it's just a general fee that they pay. And so if they can get that, it kind of helps offset some of the cost because they could be doing other things other than giving vaccines, but they want to give you those vaccines. So the, if you get asked for insurance, yes, it's nice and helpful. Is it required? No. Do you have to pay anything? No. If you ever get any bill for your COVID vaccine, take it back to whoever gave it to you because you're not responsible uh-huh. for it. Okay. All right. Well, that's a great information there. Thank you for clearing that up. Uh, Dr. Troth, for the folks that have been fully vaccinated, what does that mean for him, for them? How can they see a little more uh, normalcy in their life? Okay, so um, the CDC has actually come out and said, okay, if you're vaccinated, here's all the things you can do. And they have it in an article that says after you're fully vaccinated, and it was updated just a couple of weeks ago. Um, But generally, some of the things that you can do is that you can gather indoors with other people who are fully vaccinated. You can gather indoors with one other family group who is not vaccinated. Um, You can travel all over the United States. All you have to do is show your vaccine card and you can travel anywhere in the U.S. Um, If you're going to go international, you may need to pay attention to whatever they say at the location that you're going to. Um, And and then if you have been exposed to COVID, you don't have to quarantine anymore. So you don't have to take those days off work or school. Um, As long as you're not feeling sick, you can keep going on with your day. Okay, fantastic. Lots of great information in this morning. And I actually didn't get this uh, on, our, on, our, on our paper here, but uh, something that I saw, uh, have seen uh, several times, uh, articles about uh, people missing their second shot. Uh, do you have any information on that? Yes. Um, so the second shot kind of acts as a booster. Uh-huh. And the first shot primes your system to recognize what COVID is and helps to start building a few antibodies. But the second shot really helps to build up those other antibodies. And so that's why it's so important. So if you got the first shot on Pfizer or Moderna, then make sure you get your second shot. If you had a Johnson & Johnson vaccine, it's one and done. You don't have to have any more. All right. Well, maybe they uh, got their first shot 
and they did miss the second shot. Is there like a window of time that they need to get the second shot? So the CDC says that if you miss that second shot, you can go up to six weeks without having to restart the series. Okay, fantastic. Folks, we're visiting this morning with Dr. Lydia Troff on behalf of the Morrillton Medical Clinic. We'll have more next hour. We're all doing business differently right now. At Petty Jean State Bank, that means the lobbies are closed. But don't let that stop you from getting your banking done. Open a new account over the phone at 354-4988. And with their free mobile app, you can check your balance, deposit a check, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile phone. It's fast, easy, and secure. You can bank anywhere, anytime. Just visit the App Store and download the free PJSB app today. You can also enroll in text banking and get account balances and view transaction history using simple text commands. Daddy Jean State Bank. Member FDIC. This is Mornings in Morrillton on your hometown radio station, KVOM-FM 101.7, visiting here with Dr. Lydia Troth this morning on behalf of Morrillton Medical Clinic. And we talked last hour about uh, where you can get the shots and uh, some information about uh, the folks that have been fully vaccinated, the things that they can go and do. Now, uh, Dr. Troth, a big topic that has been thrown around over the last year or so is the term herd immunity. And within the last day or so, I've seen several articles, including one from the New York Times that says that the U.S. probably won't reach COVID herd immunity. What are your thoughts on that? So herd immunity, if you're not familiar with that, is um, the concept that when enough people are vaccinated against something or have antibodies against it, doesn't necessarily have to be vaccinated, um, that the majority of the population is protected. So herd immunity means that when we have reached herd immunity, those people that can't get the vaccine for whatever reason or lost their immunity, maybe they were going through chemo or a bone marrow transplant or they're a newborn baby and they can't get the vaccine, those people are still protected. So that's why it's so important. We really want to protect those people that can't protect themselves. Um, but can we reach it or not? And that's a tough question. And there's been a lot of articles on it recently going back and forth. Ideally, yes, we could reach it if we were all vaccinated and we reach probably somewhere between 60 and 70% of the population being vaccinated. So if we can do that, we'll have herd immunity. But if we don't do that, then odds are we may not reach herd immunity. And you know, you can get COVID and you have antibodies, but for some people, those antibodies don't last three months, and sometimes they go longer, and it's so hard to tell. In fact, there was one town in South America, they all got COVID, and then a new strain or a new variant of COVID came through, and they thought they would all be protected, but they weren't. They all started getting sick with COVID again. So they thought, we've reached herd immunity because we had it, but the problem was is they got a new variant and now their antibodies didn't work against that new variant. The good news with the vaccine is it does seem to be covering a lot of the variants. So the variants um, are covered, which means that if we get the vaccine, the idea that we could reach herd immunity is a little bit more plausible than it might have been if we were just relying on everybody to get COVID. Okay, gotcha. Well, something else I also would like to discuss this morning is uh, the side effects. Of course, uh, we've heard a lot about that with the uh, Johnson & Johnson vaccine uh, in, in particular with those uh, rare cases of uh, blood clots. Uh, what other information uh, do we have this morning on side effects? I just want to first make you feel a little bit more comfortable with the Johnson & Johnson. Uh -huh. um, so the blood clots that occurred were extremely rare, and there were just a few cases. Um, they originally only came up with six. I think there were a few more that popped up after this kind of became a known side effect. It was very, very rare. It was more likely to occur in women between the ages of 20 and 50. Um, 
But when you take a look at how often this occurs in the population, they said maybe it's occurring slightly more because it's so rare we can't really tell. But the odds of something like this are worse happening because you get COVID was so much higher that they said it's really okay. You're fine to take it. And if you got it, don't worry about it. Okay. And that's and I did see that uh, bl- the blood clotting uh, can be a side effect of COVID itself, right? Exactly. In fact, it's probably... It's I forgot the number, but it was so much higher a chance of getting a blood clot from COVID than it was from this extremely rare chance of getting a blood clot from the vaccine. Gotcha. Okay. Um, So other side effects, though. Yes. Other side effects. Um, Those, you know, when you get a shot, you're probably going to get a sore arm. Uh That just happens. We all know that. I mean, the nice thing about the Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson Johnson vaccines, for the most part, most people don't have a lot of issues with actually getting the shot. It doesn't really seem to hurt that badly, mm-hmm. especially the Pfizer one um, and probably the Moderna too. I can't say that for sure because I didn't have that one, but I can tell you the Pfizer one. I had to look and make sure she actually gave me a shot because <laughs> it didn't hurt. Uh-huh. Um, but so you're probably going to get a sore arm. Um, you might, and about 30% of the time, either after the first one or the second one, have a mounted immune response. So basically, this is your body saying, whoa, we're recognizing this. We know that we need to start building antibodies. And so it mounts an immune response. And some of those people kind of feel bad 12 to 40 hours later. Um, they might run a low-grade fever. They may have a headache. Um, they may just kind of feel what we call malaise, which just means you just don't really feel great, you kind mm-hmm. of feel tired. Um, that's normal. And, and the good news about that is it means your body is mounting an immune response. Mm-hmm. It's It can seem a little bit scary. You're like, no, I got sick. Now I have COVID. <laughs> and you don't. It's just your body saying, hey, you've got a little bit of immune response. We recognize what's going on. We're going to, we recognize that we need to start building antibodies. And it does that. Got it. Okay. All right. Lots of great, interesting information in here uh, this Wednesday morning. We'll be back with more next hour. We're all doing business differently right now. At Pettyjean State Bank, that means the lobbies are closed. But don't let that stop you from getting your banking done. Need a loan? Just call Pettyjean State Bank at 354-4988 and ask for the loan department. You can talk about consumer, commercial, agriculture, or mortgage loans. And keeping up with your loan is convenient with PJSB's website or free mobile app. They're both fast, easy, and secure. Visit your app store and download the free PJSB mobile app today. Welcome home to hometown banking, Patty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC. This is Mornings in Morrillton on your hometown radio station, KVOM-FM 101.7. Again, uh, spending part of her morning with us, Dr. Lydia Troth, on behalf of the Morrillton Medical Clinic. Something that you wanted to touch on this morning is uh, children and the coronavirus and the vaccination process there. Right. So... You know, this time last year, June of last year, children only accounted for about 3% of the cases of COVID. So there's kind of this misnomer that we're saying, kids don't get COVID. Well, the answer is kids do get COVID. And most recently, the American Academy of Pediatrics came out and said that 22.4% of cases are actually in kids right now. Um, So that's a really high number. That's over one in five cases are in kids. Now, kids generally don't get as sick. They rarely die from this, um, but they still get sick and they still pass it on to the family members and those people that are around or kids that they're around. So it's something we really do need to be paying attention to. If your kid is sick, don't hesitate to get a COVID swab because one in five kids who, or one in five people who has COVID is actually a kid. Wow. Um, The vaccine, that's kind of exciting news because we think next week 
they are going to release the Pfizer vaccine for ages 12 through 15. So if you've got a 12 to 15 year old that you're wanting to get vaccinated, it's coming and I'm excited and I wish my kids were old enough. <laughs> we are so close, Getting but there. hopefully soon. Okay. All right. Well, uh, this morning, uh, we also wanted to turn to uh, some Facebook uh, questions. Some listeners uh, have a few questions uh, here for you this morning. Now, Jan wants to know, how long does this vaccination protect us? Well, three months ago, we knew it lasted at least three months. And now we're six months in, and we know it lasts at least six months. And we're heading up on nine months, and it's looking really good. Um, The answer is, as we follow people out from getting their vaccine, we'll know how long it lasts. Um, Ideally, it would last lifetime. I suspect it's probably going to be closer to about a year, and then we may need a booster after that. Okay, all right. And that kind of touches on uh, uh, Julia's question as well. She was kind of wondering if there would uh, be a booster uh, after a certain period of time. So that's uh, good information there. Uh, Pam wants to know, uh, what are the chances of contracting COVID-19 for a second time? Now, you touched on that just a minute ago, talking about the people in uh, South America. Okay, so... The um, people in South America, we know that they all had what we thought was going to be herd immunity, and um, then a second variant came through, and a lot of them started getting sick again. Um, We do know that you can get COVID from a different type of variant again. So if you got COVID, we're pretty sure that at least for three months, you're immune. Um, But after that, it's really hard to say. And if you get hit with a second variant, Even before that three months is up, you are at risk at that time. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Dr. Troth, any other information that uh, you would like to pass along to our listeners this morning? You know, a lot of my, I tell a lot of my patients that I feel very strongly that the vaccine is safe. Um, And so I'm asking them to trust me that it's safe. And if you feel comfortable trusting me, trust me, I really feel like it's safe. I wouldn't ask anybody else to get anything that I hadn't already done myself. And so I was very early on getting my vaccine. Um, I like to tell people that I did have an immune response. I had one after my second vaccine. Um, I had a little bit of headache, a very low-grade fever. Because it was so early on, we weren't really sure what was happening with immune responses back then. Um, I took a couple days off work, and, you know, I felt like I was completely back to normal once it went away. That's great. And so, you know, know that that can happen. Um, but trust me when I say that you are doing what's safe for you and that ultimately we um, spent so much time praying for a cure and now we have the vaccine so it's a gift and it's a gift to you it's a gift to those around you and it's a gift to our community so I would ask you to consider just if you think it's something that is important and taking care of this virus I would really encourage you to get a vaccine and if you have more questions let us know because I'm very happy to answer your questions about it. All right. Lots of fantastic information coming in this morning. Once again, we've been visiting with Dr. Lydia Troth on behalf of Moralton Medical Clinic. Dr. Troth, thank you so much for visiting with us today. Thank you for having me. We're all doing business differently right now. At Pettyjean State Bank, that means the lobbies are closed. But don't let that stop you from getting your banking done. Need to deposit a check? Do it anywhere, anytime with the free PJSB mobile banking app. Just snap a photo of the front and back of your endorsed check and make a deposit right from the app with a small transaction fee. Right in town and always in touch. Visit your app store and download the free PJSB app today. Patty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC.